When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Am I the astronaut for not wanting to watch my brother's kids on our family vacation? I'm on vacation with my immediate family. I'm female 30 and my two brothers are in their late 30s. They're both married and they each have kids. Five kids total ranging in age from three to nine years old. My parents are also on the trip and I am accompanied by my boyfriend of two years. We're here for a week and it's been really fun so far. We have a mix of days where we have activities planned and then a few free days. My family has had a text thread going for months with all of the trip planning so we knew which days were activity versus free days. My boyfriend and I planned a romantic dinner for one of the free nights at a really nice restaurant on the island. We made a reservation months ago because it books up. I was getting ready to go out and one of my sister-in-laws made a comment about me dressing up to stay in. I was confused and asked her to clarify. She said that she, my brother, and my other married brother and his wife were doing a couple spa evening experience that they booked a few days earlier and that they needed me and my boyfriend to watch all of their kids. Oh, isn't that? She said my brother was supposed to have asked me earlier that day. He forgot to. Tough shit. When I explained that my boyfriend and I already had plans, she was super unsympathetic. She said they already paid for the spa experience, and since we hadn't paid for the dinner yet, it wouldn't make sense for them to have to cancel their plans. That's not how that works. Not, 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 not how that works. I never agreed to watch their kids. I love my nieces and nephews, but my family knows I am child-free and have been for years. It's been a point of contention for a long time. I wouldn't mind watching them if I had been given advance notice, but to have them slapped on me when I had plans with my boyfriend really made me upset. My sister-in-law said I didn't understand how much she needed... the time away from her kids because I don't have kids of my own. She said that I was being selfish and I could handle one night of being a mom. That's not the point. I would have agreed if she had asked me months ago before my boyfriend and I had made dinner plans. I checked and we wouldn't be able to get another reservation before we leave. My parents walked in on us arguing and they eventually offered to watch the kids. They were supposed to go to a free concert on the beach together but decided to cancel so someone could stay with the kids. I felt really bad but my mom insisted. Now it's the next day and my sister-in-law won't even look at me. I'm pissed at her too but we're stuck here for a week so I don't know what to do. My mom thinks I should apologize, but I feel that I'm the one owed an apology here. Am I the ass cannot? Edit, forgot to add, we are not staying in a resort slash hotel that would have babysitting services. We're staying in a family friend's vacation house slash rental property. Not the ass cannot here at all. People don't get to just volunteer you for things. How old is OP here? Do we know? Female 30. Just because you're the one without kids doesn't mean that you're the low person on the totem pole that has to watch the kids whenever the people who have kids decide they want to do something. They don't get to do that to you. 
They can pay for a babysitting service. They can pay for someone else to come watch the kids. It's their problem. It is a them problem. It is not your problem. And the fact that they tried to force it on you and say that you could handle doing that for one night and be like, well, look, look, you chose to have kids. You can handle having your plans ruined one night because you forgot to secure a sitter. And it's not like it's not like it was bam, bam, a couple of days apart. No, they had months to speak up and didn't tough shit. If you don't book a sitter, you don't get to go. You don't get to take plans away from other people who made reservations months in advance because you did a poor job planning. You don't get to do that. And the fact that she tried to do that and the fact that she's now pissed off at you makes her at least an ass con too. I understand needing a break. I understand needing a break. I promise you. But you cannot force that on other people like you control their lives. You're being treated like the help here, OP. It's not okay. It is not okay for people to act like that and then be pissed off at you whenever you stand firm and you're like, no, sorry. Had these plans well in advance. You can, uh, you can deal with your own problems. This is not a me problem. NTA, she's at least an ask on too. At least. And you're stuck. Um, you're staying in a family friend vacation slash rental property and you're stuck there with a week. Let her deal with it. It, it is a her problem, man. It is a her problem. You still got to go do your thing. There's no reason for her to still be pissed. She got to go do what she wanted to do. The one who suffered were your parents. She can deal with it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to bring someone very, very special on right now. Uh, or we can use the pre-built thing here. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. Candy Thunder. He gets his intro and... I don't have to hear it. I found a solution. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you said this because I was walking back in. But if somebody tells you no and you try to force them to watch your kids, like, do you realize what kind of babysitter that you're going to be getting? Right. Someone who doesn't want to be there. Someone who does not want to be with your kids. You're right. I That's, hadn't even you thought gotta about that. You got to walk away from that. You, if someone tells you no, they don't want to watch your kids, then don't don't put that person in charge of your kids. It's terrible. It's Here's the thing. If you trust your, your husband to organize a babysitter, um, you need to double check. That's no offense. Confirm, but, confirm, but, confirm. But, I, no me offense. as a mom, I would confirm that I know where my child is going to be and who she's going to be with. What did you say no offense for? I mean, I, I, I normally handle finding the child care. And if I need, if you, if I would like for you to ask your mom, then I tell you what to ask your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's just normally how it goes. So I I, no, I'm going to make sure that I if no I need my bases covered. <laughs> I said, Dusty looked very offended at the no offense. Yeah. I'm like, wait, <laughs> was I supposed to take offense? What was I supposed to take offense about? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Candy Thunder. I I haven't built the outros yet, so I had to just whisper. <laughs> Thank you, Candy Thunder. All right. Title of this story is Am I the Askinaut for Destroying My Girlfriend's Relationship with Her Side Piece? This was around 14 years ago, but to start this with a little backstory, I was a very shy person growing up. Never really did much in the romance department. My first date wasn't until I was 18 or 19. I had plenty of girls I had crushes on, but never had the guts to step up. Moving on till I was 29 male, I reconnected with a girl from school, let's call her Jen, 30 female, on an app. With my shyness gone, I started flirting for a few weeks and we started dating. We had been dating for six or seven months when I noticed she started seeming a little distant, but not 
fad, didn't think that much of it. One day, while laying in bed after a very energetic game of horizontal mambo, still lying there in bed with her on my arm, she was playing on her phone, either thinking she was being sneaky or not realizing I could see her screen. I noticed she was texting someone called Babe, which was my handle on her phone. I started taking a lot more interest in the conversation. I can see that she's being all flirty romantic and naughty enough to make a sailor blush right after horizontal mambo with OP here. Just like, okay, wow. Dang. I was livid to say it nicely, but I'm also a petty smartass. So I took my phone, messaged a buddy to call me and say they needed a tow, and we parted ways. After she left, I went into the app and saw on her comments that a guy was commenting about how she was amazing and couldn't wait to meet up again. So I messaged him asking how he knew Jen. He replied with, she's my girlfriend. I asked for how long, and he said three months. Then he asked how I know her, and I replied, she's my girlfriend of six months. I get the auto reply of I'm a liar. I tell him that she just left my bed after we just got done playing hide the sausage and we're still naked like they were talking and gave a play by play of their conversation. We traded numbers and after an hour of talking, come to find out he had no clue about me and that he had been paying 100% of her rent, which I had been giving her half of for six months. He was giving her spending money, buying her stuff and taking her out same as me, but he was just a little richer. I told him I had no hate towards him, but I thought that he should know. Fast forward 30 minutes and my phone goes off with Jin's tone. I smile and I answer with a pep in my voice. Hi, babe. And I hear Karen Palooza start up. She said nothing about how she was sorry or how she messed up or how it didn't mean anything, but a line of words so vile it would make the devil cringe about how I fudged up her meal ticket and how he dropped her, cut her off, and how he was going to pay her rent and car payment because she had blown her check expecting me and him to pay her bills. I told her you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes, and you just won the whole stupid prize cart. After another 10 minutes of very well-used curses about my looks, she said, Well, I'm a prize, and you won't ever find someone as good as me again. I told her she was like a prize in a cereal box, looks good at a glance, but when you get it, it's just useless with no value. And I blocked her. So am I the astronaut for destroying my girlfriend's relationship with her side piece? P.S. Love your content. You and Mrs. Candy are amazing people. Keep it up. Thank you so much for that, OP. That is awesome. And hell no, you're not the astronaut for ruining her relationship with her side piece when people get exposed. You know, what's funny about this is that she was exposed while exposing herself, right? Right after Horizontal Mambo, she's literally laying on your arm and, and is is texting her other her other dude the sugar daddy and you guys were both supporting her this is the funny part like and here's the funny part you probably weren't the only two if she learned that she could do this with more than one dude and she could just make money literally you guys were her job you were her source of income playing this role to to get you guys to support her and having multiple guys do it like if that's if that's the game you know she she probably at least at one point tried having three, if not more. My gosh, no man. I think uh, I think if anybody were in that position and and discovered things the way that you discovered them, and you had been together six months, hell no, he deserved to know. You deserve to know that they're being played. Yeah, that's that's terrible. That's terrible. And <laughs> love the way that you write on here too. The only thing that could make this a little bit better is is if you hid a whole bunch of annoyatrons around her house somewhere. Right? That would. That would make it uh, that would make it even funnier. That would be great. No, man, I'm sorry. Sorry you had to go through that crap. That sucks. No, not the asshole. Not the asshole at all. She sucked. And you know what? It didn't destroy you either. Like here you are years later, 14 years ago, 
like well adjusted. You can look back at it now and laugh. And I'm sure it hurt like hell at the time, but but at least you destroyed the game for her. Beans in her pillow, Annoyatrons, do it all. Here we go. Okay, this is a follower submitted story. And uh, we don't have a normal title on here, do we? Oh, it's a, it's a follower submission in honor of Caden Thunder. Here we go. Hey, Dusty, long time lurker, first time speaker upper. Ever since Caden Thunder made the beans in the pillow joke, a story from my past has been haunting me. So I have to share it with you and ask if I'm the astronaut. When I was in college, I lived off campus at a duplex with two other dudes. We were in a garage band together, and we were all a little rowdy, but one of the guys, we'll call him Mr. Bean, probably had some mental issues or demons that he struggled with. He would act out in strange ways when things didn't go his way. If he saw us have anything that he wanted but didn't have, he would try to punish, acting like a general dick, but also sabotaging us. One of these times, our band had played a small gig at a college kid party. I played guitar and sang, and he was the drummer. I can't say that's why I had more of what the kids today call riz, but I did. The college girls were drawn to me, and I lived it up. Mr. Bean didn't have the same luck. He was a quiet and awkward guy. Nothing wrong with that, to me at least, but you could tell that he always wanted to be different. Instead of putting himself out there more, he would just get pissy and act angry toward me. I thought, whatever, that's just how Mr. Bean copes. But I didn't expect what happened next. After the gig and party, we went home and crashed. It was probably 4 a.m. or something ridiculous like that. I didn't wake up until noon the next day, but Mr. Bean was already gone to work. I went about my day, showering and preparing for my evening shift at the restaurant that I worked at. When I went to put my shoes on, this crazy son of a bitch had put beans in my effing shoes. Wet, squelch, stinky, mother effing beans in my favorite pair of Nikes. How'd you like to put your feet in beans, man? I was livid. I sent him a text asking if he had put beans in my shoes and he responded with WTF and then acted offended that I had accused him. I know it was him. He had sabotaged me and my other roommate before with childish shit like this, but he would never admit it. I had enough, said F this shit, went, went and got five massive containers of beans from Sam's Club, and I poured them in his kick drum. <laughs> it wasn't enough to fill it, but it was probably a third of the way full with wet, nasty, Bush's finest secret recipe. I wonder if when he hit that kick drum pedal, if it was like squelch, 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 that would be amazing. Later that night, he sent me a picture of the kick drum full of beans with another WTF. And I just, I just replied, oh man, it looks like the bean fairies got you too. I'm guessing he knew it was me because he moved out the next week. The band disbanded and that sucked, but I never had to deal with Mr. Bean's bean shittery again. So I feel like I won. Am I the astronaut for taking a beanie bit of revenge? This is this is flipping amazing. Um, and I'd say absolutely not if you're sure that it was this roommate that that had done this to you, which it sounds like you're sure that it was, then then uh yeah, NTA. Um there's probably a, a little bit of a monetary difference between the value of a kick drum, which I would assume is ruined now after having beans poured into it. Cause like the molded plywood, it's, 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 that's like, it's like, I don't know how much a kick drum is. I'm not a drummer. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a little more than a pair of Nikes. So there is that to consider, but if he's done a lot of this kind of crap to you and you finally just said enough pain creates change, I'm going to end this shit right now. And just five freaking giant things of baked beans into a kick drum is, is that's, 
That's something, man. That that is something. I'm still saying NTA on it, uh, and it's freaking hilarious. And I can't believe someone has actually used squelchy beans for some kind of revenge here. There's there's got to be more stories out there. There's got to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Caden Thunder. What did you think about the story? You know, if there's one thing that I can say, it's that beans in your shoes, and then you put beans in his kick drum, and it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. <laughs> and you're wearing underpants made of beans. It's rough. Underpants made of beans? What, what would you do if uh, somebody put beans in your shoes, and you're trying to put your feet into them? I'd go with it. You'd go with it? You'd walk around with the squelch. If I was in a rush, I don't know. Maybe it's relaxing. We don't know. Don't <laughs> knock it until you try it. It's like a massage in your shoes all day long. A little bit of beans in your shoes. You feel me? But they just get all squished. It would just be a paste by the end of the day. Yeah, then you can make a burrito. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ayo, by the end of the day, you could just pour out the beans from the shoes, put them on a tortilla, right? <laughs> You wrap up that tortilla, it's already warm, you know it's already warm. Maybe maybe pop it in the microwave just to kill them little germs, the foot germs, and you got a bean burrito. Maybe you sprinkle a little bit of cheese on there, you got a nice meal right there, you feel me? They, they may have done you a dirty, but also they made you a burrito, it's just the long way around, so... You ain't even gotta, you ain't even gotta trip about that. And there's two shoes, so there's two... Burritos. If you were a drummer. If I was a drummer, what and, about it? And somebody put five giant things of beans in your kick drum, how would you react to that? I'd save it for Doomsday. Just seal it up. Doomsday. Like, You're still good. He didn't. He did. That wasn't revenge. That was just helping with Doomsday prep. <laughs> You'd just fill it the rest of the way up. Yeah. Go ahead and seal. Maybe I'd hide something in there, in the beans. I don't know. <laughs> for... I don't, who knows what I hide in there? This, it's a kick drum full of beans, and there's a sausage hidden in there somewhere. It's like the Lucky Charms. You got like a, a surprise in the Lucky Charms. Dude, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How one of the most normal days turned into one of the best days of my life. We woke up that morning extremely early to get ready for our garage sale. The sun wasn't shining yet and we were running hard. We had our garage sale and our family photographer showed up, which wasn't out of the norm since we were friends with her. She said she had a show in Arkansas and was featuring some of our family portraits. The show would be at Crystal Bridges in Bentonville and she would love for us to come. We were on the fence about doing anything since we had gotten up early but thought it would be fun to see her show. My boyfriend let her borrow one of his cameras to play with for that day and that kind of made our fluid plan solid since he would need to get his camera back. My boyfriend and I finished our garage sale, took the longest nap, seriously the best nap ever, and began to get ready to head down to Arkansas. 
I was taking my sweet time getting ready. As a blended family, our kids were on their weekend with their other parents, and we were enjoying the slower pace after getting up so early. However, my boyfriend kept reminding me we needed to hurry, and it was getting late, and we should just get going. I reminded him that we had no plans, and we're just stopping by the show. Let's take our time and stop and smell the roses. We stopped by my parents' house on the way down and dropped off our dog so they could watch her while we went out of town. I took my time there, too. Got a glass of my mom's amazing sweet tea, played with the dog in the yard, and again, my boyfriend was reminding me that we needed to go. We finally loaded up in the car and we're heading to Arkansas, which is about an hour drive from us. I could tell that my boyfriend is annoyed by my no-rush stance on the evening. We kind of bickered when Google Maps took us in the wrong direction, back before Android Auto. He was snippy with me, I was snippy with him. At this point, it was getting late and the sun was almost setting. We finally arrive at Crystal Bridges. My boyfriend and I get out and I feel like he is heading in the wrong direction. I tell him I don't think he knows where he's going. He said he does. I said we should follow the signs. He just keeps walking. Um, okay. I give up at this point and decide to just see where he's taking us. He starts to lead me into a tall bamboo garden. I tell him that I know that this is not the right way. It's not even a trail. Then he starts messing with flowers laying on a stump and I'm looking at him like he's crazy wondering why he's touching other people's stuff. He then gets down on one knee. Tells me I'm the biggest pain in, tells me I'm the biggest pain in his ass, and he wants to spend the rest of his life with me and asks me to marry him. I had no idea that this man was going to propose to me. Not for a single second of that entire day did I know that he had a ring and was going to propose to me. Oh, and the photographer was in on it because she's there snapping pictures of the whole thing. She got the ring from him at the garage sale in the camera bag and set up the flowers and the ring and was waiting for us to arrive for over an hour because, like I said, I was taking my sweet time. So Dusty might be the only person to pull off actually surprising me. And of course I said yes. I mean, have you seen him? (laughs) Uh, It's been almost a decade since he proposed, and it was truly the best decision of my life. I love this man with all of my heart. He's my partner, my teammate, the love of my life. Still a solid-ass con three, though. A story by the one and only Candy Thunder, ladies and gentlemen, and that is that is uh, that is how I propose. Some some additional comments I have for this that aren't part of the story here are uh, whenever we went to her parents, we went to her parents that day. I'm, I'm already stressing and I'm messaging messaging the photographer because I'm like, hey, we're we're gonna be a little bit late because because Candy's Candy and she just she's just not in a hurry. And uh, we stop, we stop at your folks and you're taking your sweet ass time, getting your sweet tea. Go ahead and step on in here. She's taking her time. She's getting her sweet tea. And, uh, and her dad is sitting out on the porch and I had already, his, her, her dad knew what was happening. Cause I, I asked his permission first. Um, and uh, he knew what was happening and he saw me stressing about getting down there. And he's like, he's just laughing. It's just laughing his ass off. And he's like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, this is what you're marrying. It's, <laughs> it's not going to change. So you might as well just accept that right now. Her mom's the same way. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, uh, I, I know, but we're going to lose our light. She's like a photographer. I swear, I swear, uh, she was waiting down there for us, like hiding in the bamboo bushes, uh, for over an hour, maybe yeah, two, maybe it more. Over. It was a long, long time. And I'm messaging like updates every 15 minutes. I'm like, we're still, I still can't get her in the car. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying, but I can't get her to move her ass without revealing what I'm trying to get her to move for. So it uh it was it was hilarious um it, and, some it made this hearing you uh, a little teary eyed did it yeah it was so i mean i i'm not i don't like surprises and it was very a very fun day a very cool day i do think that here um 
I think that what, you literally didn't move at all. I feel you like I'm in the shot. Like, I'm in the shot. She's like, okay, I'm just going to move my leg <laughs> I'm in the this shot. way. Uh, something that we talked about earlier that, that you hadn't included in here, but it was that during the garage sale, uh, whenever I was talking to, to the photographer um, and, <laughs> and what I was actually doing was, was like arranging, like figuring out how to transfer the ring to her and how scheming, how we were going to pull this off. So all I see is him at the garage sale, someone else, and I'm being bombarded with that are supposed to, like, I'm supposed to help at the garage sale and he's just over here doing whatever. And I'm like, get your ass over here and help me. And he's just over there, like showing her stuff at the garage sale. And I'm Dustin. <laughs> We gotta move. Uh, yeah. And so I was shitty to him about which, her being there afterwards because. Which is entirely hypocritical. Right? You're like, hey, we gotta move. We got stuff to do. And then later on. There was a lot of people there, and I'm not a, pe- I'm not a good people person. Later on, I'm like, hey, we gotta move. We gotta go. So we just, yeah, we both went through the same thing on the same day, <laughs> just in very different ways. And it was, uh, it was trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to surprise her was. That took work. Like <laughs> it took some serious work and I could deal with her being a little pissed at me at the garage sale because I knew, I knew there was a payoff, right? I knew, I knew it was all going to be okay. And there was, there was a payoff for it as long as she said yes. Um, and, and she did. So it, it all ended up working out. Oh so yeah. You have I that had context. no idea that we were, that he was going to propose to me and there were going to be pictures. So I was wearing like shorts and a shirt. I was like, if I had known, I could. What I know, I know. I had, I had no I, it idea. It had to be a secret. It is what it is. But it was seriously just like, the fact that you totally surprised me was so thankful and that it happened that, we, that way. We yeah. bickered on the way down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like the same bickering now. More marriage training. Yeah. So Google. So it was like whenever um, Google Maps, like the passenger had to control the Google Maps on their phone. So there was yeah, no yeah. Android Auto. It didn't connect to your car. And so I was like telling him where to go. He's like right or left, right or left. And I told him the wrong way. Like I'm sorry, I'm having trouble. <laughs> I still have trouble with Google still, Maps. Still sounds the same. It still sounds pretty much the same. Am I the astronaut for delivering the wrong cake to my aunt and uncle's anniversary party? My imagination is taking me so many directions. I-33 female make cakes for my friends and family as a way to make a little extra money on the side. I am by no means a professional at this, and I charge very little money for my cakes as compared to an actual bakery. The cakes I make are nothing special, really, as I cannot do outrageous decoration or fancy fondant. Fondant? 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 I said fondant. The cakes I make are nothing special, really, as I cannot do outrageous decoration or fancy fondant work, but they are tasty. Got it right that time. A while back, my aunt asked me to make a cake last minute for her and my uncle's 25th anniversary party. I already had a cake order for the same day that she needed her cake, and since I also have a full-time job, I try not to take on more than that one cake at a time just because it's a lot of work. But all she wanted was a simple chocolate layer cake, and I really wanted to help her out, so I told her I'd do it and ended up taking off work early the Friday before so I could get both cakes done in time to chill fully before Saturday. It takes quite a bit of time to complete a cake because you have to completely chill it before assembling and icing it, which can take hours. And then you have to chill it completely again after icing it and before delivering it so that everything holds up during transportation. I 
baked both cakes and put them into chill on Friday. Then I got up super early Saturday morning to assemble and ice them. I then boxed them and chilled them for a few more hours before delivering them by late morning. I delivered my aunt's first. Her anniversary party was a brunch at her country club, so I took it straight to the club restaurant and dropped it there with the manager. Then I delivered my second cake. It was to a friend of mine who was having a bachelorette party that night. Do you see where this is going? Yes, the second cake was a peen cake. Oh my God. It was a peen with a P, not a B. Um, I dropped the cake off with my friend and she was really excited about it and wanted to take a peek at it before I left. She opened the box to look inside and I tried to read her expression as she did. She looked confused and I was confused why she'd be confused, but then it dawned on me. I stepped closer to peek at the cake myself and my heart sank when I saw a chocolate layer cake in the box. I had delivered the penis cake to the country club. I grabbed the cake back from my friend, jumped in my car, and hauled ass back to the country club, hoping to make it in time to swap the cakes. I burst through the doors of the club, second cake in hand, and met my aunt in the hallway. She was almost in tears. She said she'd been trying to call me, and what the hell had I done? I explained my mistake to her and showed her the cake in my hands. Luckily, the penis cake was discovered before any guests saw it, but not before my aunt nearly had a panic attack. I swapped cakes and apologized to my aunt, but she made sure to tell me how unprofessional I was and that she would not use me again or let any of her friends use me not that they did anyway i was so sick over the whole incident that i haven't accepted any cake orders since i feel awful even though it was an honest mistake and i was able to correct it in time my aunt was and is really mad am i the astronaut for accidentally delivering the wrong cake to her party <clears throat> um no you're not the like, shit happens <laughs> penis happens like it just, you know, stuff, stuff happens. And whenever you accepted this and tried to cram it in, especially if you explained to her, you're like, I normally don't take that on, but I really want to help you out. So I'm going to do this. I mean, she would have to be a little bit understanding about this. It's not like you do this full time professionally. Like this is, this is a side hustle, right? Or you do it to, to help people out. Like it's not like unprofessional. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm doing this in my kitchen as a, as a side hustle. So so thanks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm sure your aunt has never made a mistake at all. Now, if this, this had been revealed to the entire the entire anniversary party and there had been pictures, it would be fantastic. I wish that had happened because this would be so much more epic if they didn't reveal it until like the photographer was there and they're like, hey, here's the cake. And, and they got your aunt's face right as she saw it. And I'm sure it was just, just complete shock. But you're not the asshole for that. Shit happens. You made it right. You showed up and got everything fixed in time. You groveled. You made it happen for them in the first place. No. NTA. NTA. Sometimes peen cake happens. That's just the way it be sometimes. She asked for it. Um, she just didn't she didn't ask for that. And she's like, well, you know, to be fair, did did the aunt specify what kind of cake that she wanted? Did the aunt specify what kind of cake she wanted? Or was she just like, I just need a cake? Hey, if you don't specify, come what may. Thank you. 
Am I the astronaut for not giving in to my ex-wife in regards to meeting her to swap the kids? Let me preface that this isn't a situation where I'm trying to not spend time with my kids. They are my life, and I do everything I can for them. My ex-wife and our kids live five hours away from me in St. Louis. I would love to live in the same area, but unfortunately, this is how it turned out, given that I couldn't find adequate employment close to them, which is why I moved where I live now. I have an incredible job that I love and get paid very well for. This also allows me to provide for my kids better than with my previous job. My job is very flexible. My boss is very understanding and accommodating, of course, to a limit. I also only work four days a week. Before this school year, when the kids started homeschooling, I would do turn and burns every other weekend, driving the full distance there and back just to see my kids. Multiple gas stops, booking hotels and Airbnbs, taking the kids to go do fun things each time. It was very expensive and insanely exhausting. However, I didn't care because I got to see my kids and spend time with them. To give a little context as to how much travel I've done, I bought my current vehicle in 2021 with 28,000 miles on it, and now two years later, it has 73,000 miles on it. Over half of that was related to the kids. Fast forward to today, given my schedule and that my ex-wife homeschools our kids, we started meeting Thursday afternoon slash evenings to swap the kids so I have a full day on Friday to spend with them. My boss is okay with me working longer days, Monday through Wednesday, to bank hours so I can still hit my 40 and leave work earlier on Thursday. This also allows me to not have to officially take time off. Come Wednesday, she asked me what time we were meeting tomorrow. I informed her that I was going to be able to leave work three hours earlier than usual, meaning that I should be able to keep to the pre-agreed halfway point so we can swap the kids relatively early in the afternoon. I told her when I was leaving and when I should be able to arrive at the meeting point. It wasn't a demand or me telling her how it's going to be. It was just simply telling her what it will be because of what time I got off. She then said that I don't take into account how hard it is on her with the travel and that the time frame is very inconvenient for her. She's frustrated with traffic and how late she gets back. She then said moving forward that I may need to start taking additional time off to make it easier for her. I refused. To be honest, I don't care about what's easy for her. All of the stress, frustration, and inconvenience that I went through with driving and spending didn't mean shit because it wasn't about me. It was about the kids, and that's what I had to do to see my kids. On another note, I also agreed to do a turn and burn one of my two weekends and do a halfway meet for the other. To me, that's pretty damn considerate. My kids are absolutely everything to me. My ex-wife is a good mom, but this is the way it is right now. So, am I the astronaut for not giving in? Initial question here is, am I the astronaut for not giving in to my ex-wife in regards to meeting her to swap the kids? So, she's she's wanting you, OP, to, to take additional time off to make, make the transfer easier for her. I don't know if you guys have a, uh, a parenting plan, like an official one filed with a court. If you don't, it would probably be a damn good time to get one nailed down because whenever problems like this start creeping up, having a rock solid document that you can look at and say, this is the agreement. If you're going to deviate from the agreement, we, we both have to agree on it. Um, you're already doing more. And maybe because you moved away from home, I'm assuming St. Louis was home. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that that was your home as well. And you moved away from there. And again, disclaimer, this is not legal advice at all. I'm not qualified to give any kind of legal advice. I'm simply speaking from experience. If there is a, a parenting plan already set by, um, by the court, then, then that's what you should follow. If you're, you're going above and beyond right now, you're doing more than you should, uh, yeah, Ava Thunder's dad, we meet him halfway. 
Candy Thunder said by I, I mean you, uh, because I do the driving. I'm, I'm a driver. I don't mind doing that. I don't mind doing the long hauls. That's, that's completely okay. Um, if you don't have something filed already, definitely, it is a damn good idea to have that agreement in writing. You're already, you're already doing more work for it. And in, in, in my experience and a lot of the things that I've seen, um, you know, a, a court will grant additional favor to the, to the parent that's willing to do more and go the extra mile to make sure that the other parent gets um, gets frequent and meaningful contact. So whoever is more reasonable is going to get more favor there. That's the way it should be. At least uh, you're already, you're already doing more than that. You, your ex cannot dictate changes to your work schedule. I understand that the schedule is tough and, and trying to leave at a certain time. And I also understand that, that, you know, you have your work schedule and you can get out at a certain time, which means that you would arrive at this place at a certain time. I highly doubt that um, that you have this expectation of her being there at this time on the dot. You're going to be understanding that sometimes things are going to get slowed down. How old are your kids? Did we go into that? Because that may have a lot to do with this. Seven and 11. Okay. Um, so, I mean, toddlers are, are way harder to, to get going at a specific time because they don't give a shit, you know, and, and seven and 11 year olds don't really either. So it's, it's tough to get kids moving, um, and out the door. And I understand that, but, but guess what? Like you have kids, you have to go somewhere. That's just, that is the way that it is. Now, if you, if you find yourself in a situation where, where she is actively creating difficulty for you to be able to see your kids, you've got something that you need to start logging. And by logging, I mean like you can, you need to start taking some written, written accounts of what these, what's happening here. Uh, putting it in writing makes it real as far as a court goes again, not legal advice because I don't have any kind of credentials to be able to give you legal advice, but, but writing it down and creating a log makes it real. So, um, it would be a good idea to do just to keep track of these things, because at some point, if it becomes a pattern and you want to change something, you need to change something with that parenting plan. You're going to need to substantiate it with some kind of evidence here and and keeping a log of what's going on with it right now is a damn good idea. Legal crap aside, you're absolutely not the asshole here. You can't you don't have the power to say, hey, boss, my ex says that uh, that you need to give me additional time off so I can meet her at this point. Your boss doesn't give a shit. The company doesn't give a shit. The world doesn't give a shit. Like, it's tough to get going with kids. We understand that. Everybody understands that. You still got to do it. This is Am I the Askinaut for taking back the cake I made after being treated poorly and not getting paid? This sounds like a song. Am I the asking out for taking back the cake I made after being treated poorly and not getting paid? It's a song waiting to happen. I'm going to see if we can turn it into one. Dusty, please give me some advice on if I handled this correctly or if I should have done something different. Happy to. I, 62 female, do not have any official training in the kitchen. Everything I know I learned from my mother and from years of trial and error cooking for my husband and eight kids, all now fully grown and out of the house. However, I have had many people tell me over the years that I'm one of the best bakers they have ever known. Pies, cakes, and other desserts are my speciality. Uh, I typically bake for fundraisers, church potluck events, and family get-togethers. I rarely bake upon request or for pay except for a few rare occasions. And after this experience, I will probably never do it again. 
a good friend of mine's daughter was getting married, her second marriage, and they were having only a small ceremony in their backyard. She had apparently ordered a cake, but something happened with her order, and she wasn't able to get her cake in time for the wedding. My friend asked if I would be able to bake them a cake in just a few days before the wedding, and they would pay me what they were going to pay the baker who had fallen through. Knowing I was probably their only chance to have a decent wedding cake in time, I agreed. On the day of the wedding, I took the cake to their house around noon and assembled the three tiers on location. Both the bride and groom were home getting ready, along with a few other members of the wedding party. Several people saw me and spoke to me while I was setting up the cake, including the bride. Once the cake was finished, I went to track down the bride to let her know I was finished, make sure she approved, and to get paid. I had agreed to front the cost of the ingredients for the cake due to the short window of time I had to get it done. But the bride was nowhere to be found. I waited around and asked several people, but no one seemed to know where she was. I texted my friend and asked her to tell her daughter that I was looking for her. About an hour later, the bride finally came rushing through the house. I managed to stop her and let her know that the cake was finished and that I needed paid. She just looked at me and said that she thought her mom, my friend, was taking care of it. That was news to me, but I texted my friend and asked her. She said no, that her daughter would be paying me and that she was not surprised that she was trying to get out of it, but that I just need to take it up with her. Seriously? All right, that's a red flag. Uh, so so your friend screwed you here. There's more to the story, but your friend screwed you here by, by not offering to handle that discussion with the daughter and saying, you take it up with her, screwed you. So I caught up to the bride again to tell her what her mother had said, but was met with the biggest bridezilla outburst I have ever seen. She began yelling at me about how this was her day and she didn't know why she had to pay for everything, not to mention that she did not even have any money on her, so she didn't know what I expected her to do. She said that she never even wanted a homemade granny bunt cake anyway, but her mother forced it upon her, so she should be the one to have to pay for it. Blah, 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 on and on. At this point, I just walked away. Now, it's beside the point, but my cake was not at all a granny bunt cake. It was a beautiful, three-tiered, elegant wedding cake that I had put over 15 hours of work into, not to mention the cost of the ingredients, which was at least $150. They had originally offered to pay me $250 because that is what the bakery cake was going to cost them. I went back to the table, disassembled my cake, packed it up, and took that sucker home with me without saying a word to the bride or to my friend. I felt like I had done them a huge favor and did not deserve the berating that I got from the bride or for my friend to just leave me to deal with her myself. I felt completely unappreciated and disrespected. So what is it, Dusty? Am I an astronaut for taking the cake that I made back after being treated so poorly and not getting paid? Hell no. Hell no. No. Gosh, I'm sorry that you had to deal with this. Not not the asshole at all for this. Um not only did you have a bridezilla to deal with, whose mom, your friend, said she definitely had no plans on paying for it. She's not surprised that she's trying to get out of it at all. But then instead of being like, I'll handle this. No, hell no. She's like, ah, you better just take it up with her. I'm surprised. I'm very, very surprised that your friend is making you deal with her daughter, the bride, on her wedding day. And I'm wondering what happened with the initial bakery. I'm sure that something didn't fall through. They probably required a deposit or something, and she snaked her way out of paying that. And then they said, well, sorry, you didn't pay the deposit in time. You don't get a cake. And that's what probably happened. And now she shot herself in the foot the same way. What did she expect you to do? Leave it? Oh, yeah. It's fine, sweetheart. You can just treat me like garbage and not pay for the cake that I spent tons of time and money on. I'll just leave it here as a birthday gift because I wish you the best. Oh, don't wish them the best. I don't. 
Nope. You don't get to treat people like that and expect them to just give you things. It doesn't happen like that. It, that's not how any of this works. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> And I'm leaning to, yeah, I really think something happened with the bakery where, where they tried to snake their way out of paying for it or something. They, they screwed them over too, probably treated them like trash and they told them to go pound sand. So that's why they didn't have a cake. I'm guessing. And now your friend has some groveling to do with you if she wants to remain your friend because I'll, walking you right into the lion's den is garbage. That is absolute garbage. I don't know if she had any inkling of, of what was going to happen and she did because she, she said she was not surprised by it. Why the hell she would do that to you? Maybe she felt like she was torn in between her daughter, like trying to find some kind of solution for her daughter, but, but in the process fed you to the wolves. That sucks. That sucks bad. And now you're out the money and the time, right? I mean, what are you going to do with this cake? I mean, eat it for sure over like a two month period, I guess, because it's massive, but, but no, they don't get to just take that. Especially, especially, Especially after berating you. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, your friend's an ask on one here as well. That's a terrible, terrible, shitty, evil person. To be willing to do that to a friend and to have you waste 25 hours worth of time and $150 worth of ingredients on something that she knew was going to fall apart. Yeah, you have an ask on one of the friend and uh, and her daughter right there. Same thing. She said, Apple didn't fall far from the tree on this one here. Another ask on one. Where is that cake? Someone stole it? No. No, B. Nah. Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the Askonauts today. Thanks again.